It's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Big E. I am your host, Big E. And you know who's sitting across from me. The guy who sits across from me every week. Jason. It's me, Jason. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm not. I want to apologize every week for not being Kevin. What do you think about that? Nobody misses Kevin. Yes, they do. I, I miss, miss Kevin, Kevin terribly. I miss Kevin. He, he's like he was great on the show. He's a much better singer than I am, and he's uh, he, he's like he's like considerably younger than us too. Where he's got his yeah. his pulse, his uh, fingers he's got on the his pulse finger of on the pulse of America. America, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have no pulse. I'm a uh, uh, DOA, as they say. Yeah, dead on arrival. That's right. How's it going, Jason? Um, I'm fine. I'm I'm gearing up for the uh, video game convention I that's know. coming up. I Can't wait. Had my brother on a recent wait, episode. Actually, wait, it would have come out yesterday. Wait. Oh, did it? New shoes. I can't wait. Remember that song? Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yep. Uh, yeah, my brother was on uh, yesterday for the episode of Couch Pilots. Yeah. He came on, did the whole episode with us, came down from Bloomington, and uh, we talked about the video game convention. I'm excited to go to I think you're going to be there. I'll be there. And then our guest for today. We have a guest in studio. Yeah, we have a guest. I think that guest will be there as well. Ooh. Uh, this is a unicorn. This is What's my. Un- this guest is my my unicorn. Oh, not a not an actual unicorn. No. Right? Those aren't real. It's a unicorn get. Okay. <laughs> it, it is a rarity. For me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've. I we proper I propositioned him at his home uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, and he said he would. He just needed to build up the confidence and the courage to do it. We and can talk to him directly, but I will you say, got him here today. I will say this is a guest who um, he's like if if ever pushed to do it, he's like I don't I don't want to do that. But he's also the kind of guy who'd be like. I want to get outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. to uh, expand my horizons, as it were. I don't know what that means, expanding horizons. But uh, I think he's the kind of guy who wants to experience new things and is willing to uh, feel slightly uncomfortable to experience them. Uh, you know him and love him. He is the most frequent guest on Couch Pilots. His name is Matt Phillips. How we doing, guys? Ow! Thank you for Too bad we me. didn't have the other tablet put up so we or could play. Or in here to say F the Lakers. F the so, Lakers. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, welcome, Matt. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank and, you for uh, thank you for joining us on this fine Sunday evening. Uh, what have you been up to, Matt? Man, well, you mentioned us running to each other a few months ago. Um, time flies. So, uh, for those that may not know, I don't think I've shared it even even on the. Um, even on couch pilots, but we've got a, a baby on board, a little one on the way nice. in October. So never a dull three. moment. My yeah. kids right now are climbing the walls at home. Five year old and a two year old and a one year on the way. And, and the dog October and and a hundred and thirty pound dog and a good yeah, old yeah. mastiff. Yeah. Now this is a situation like um, when you know the gender of the baby, mm-hmm. it it will be revealed, right? Is that correct or not? At the birth. Oh, at birth for you. Yeah, for us. So. I think we're fairly confident in saying that. So with my son, we didn't find out. My daughter, we did. I think we're going back to not finding out. On purpose. On, on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Well, you know, you got we the... We won't find out till day three. 
So day three <laughs> yeah. until the child can talk and That's declare right. what gender it is. That's you right. have the supplies for the both, child, so it doesn't matter. Maybe we'll be very woke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll just have a, like a white gender, like a not white gender, but like a party that's just white that's not neutral mm-hmm. a neutral party yeah i understand what you're saying our He's doctor had never had this request you know where they they usually uh, ask that we they not tell us like during the pregnancy we're asking for them to not tell us after the birth so just put a diaper on there and leave it there for three days <laughs> and we'll right? find out three days later <laughs> soak it with all sorts of filth that's right now okay so in the past you have found out purposefully what the gender was you're deciding not to do it this time right but for all all uh, the previous two and for this one i will assume this one yep. you are refusing to yep. say what the names will be is that correct well, part of that's well yes i think that's fair um but what's also maybe another layer to that would be if my son um had so if he had not been a boy, we were sunk. We did not have a girl name at the hospital. Oh, well, really? I, I will tell you this: the name of your son is a gender neutral name, so you are not. <laughs> we sunk could have at flipped all. it both ways. A hundred percent. That's fair. That's probably fair. Um, so can we say what the name is or no? Yeah, what's the name of your son? Cameron. Okay. Cameron. Yeah, hundred percent gender neutral. Your wife babysits a female Cameron. That's very true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. Yep. So. But in a, in a but pitch. when he gets older, mm. he can go by Cameron, right? Apostrophe like the rapper Cameron. Oh, yeah. oh, Cameron, great Cameron. rapper. Yeah, loved Cameron. He'll love him too. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. But do you, I can do you, okay? Tell. Do you have uh, both names figured out though? Right now, we have no names. Okay, why? Well, just full transparency. We have no, no names. names. Uh, Scott, yeah, let's Scott, throw some names. Yeah, Scott, let's put some names. That, if yeah. it's a girl, mm-hmm. we you name her Heidi. Heidi. Yeah. If it's a boy. Why, why Heidi? Can we let's just, dig into it? It was literally the first name that like popped in my head. I believe you. So Heidi for a girl, and then for a boy, um, Clem. Clem for a boy. <laughs> yeah, Clem. Is that what, now Clem? I usually think is that's uh, like a, usually a nickname. Is that two M's? No, not yeah, Clem. Clem is like uh, like Clementine for I, a lady. But what, what's the male version? Because you're right, it's like a nickname for Clem. But what's what's the male Clemson. version? I don't know. Clemson would, and Clover. I don't, I don't know what the male version of Clem would be. Like I know it's a just guy. A nickname. I know. For no it other is. Name. It is. I know a guy. I know a barber who goes by Clem, but it's because his last name has Clem in okay. it. Okay. So Clamato, right? Something like that. House and Pfeffer Incorporated. Well, maybe what strikes me there, Scott, is that finding original, finding a name that your kid won't go through. You know, twelve grades worth of that grade school, high Clem school, would kind of be torture, and it? not meet like six more Camerons or six more Gwens, right. you know that kind of thing. So Clem, I feel like you might be onto something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on some torture, time, time will tell. <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, obviously, it happens to be my name, but I will say the name Jason is a very strong name. Mm-hmm. It comes from the Latin. Do you know what it comes from? Um, I yes, it comes. It's a Latin. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's a Latin it comes from a Latin phrase and you know you do you know what it is? Can I say it or please, do you want to please. Say, uh bordering on diabetic. That's right. <laughs> so uh so choose your name wisely. I, I say that's a strong name though. Cameron literally means crooked nose. So okay. I mean okay. that's what I did to my son. Named him crooked nose. He, he plays a game called Bonk Ahead. What, a, do you, what do you think's gonna happen? That's, a, that's his Indian apropos. name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kid's destined to have a uh, Owen Wilson esque uh, yeah. schnoz on him. We do have a lot of Cherokee in my bloodline. Sure. So if he um, is the, that true? Crook, it's very true. Do, yeah. do, you, do you remember at the when you were young, you'd be like, 
Do you have a you got a bump in your nose? It's like I, I think I do. Oh, you're part Indian. Is, it, is there uh, truth to that though? I don't, I don't know, know about the bump in the nose. But, but did you ever have that when you were young? Though people say that to you, like, do you have a bump in your nose? That happened to me a lot when I was a kid. Believe it or not, that 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 one's new to me. Okay, the, the nose. Yeah. Yeah, I never do that either. You never have that. I never heard that if you had a bump in the, the bump in the nose that you were an Indian. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would always have that when as a kid, like in the neighborhood, like kids would be like, "If you have a bump in your nose, that means you're." It's probably some something stupid they heard from one of their parents, and then it just infected me. We had for long, the rest of my life. We had a, we had, we had a long conversation at the Easter table. Uh, my grandfather's grandfather was named Hiram. Sure. And uh, like they. He said, he said he was just such a handsome man. Had cheekbones up to, you know, the whole thing. So, shoot. We, um, you think if you podcast for uh, well, six, seven years, you'd have a mastery of the format? I do, <laughs> but I've got new equipment again, and it's... You know, I was just recording some Sixers with Blake, and it was um, uh, like a technical fucking nightmare. Was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> it's on a continuum, Jay, and it yeah, just kind of comes and goes. It's a series of tubes. It's... it's, it's <laughs> It's not a truck. Uh, so, okay, we, we talked about it up front there, uh, Scott. And we said um, this is a unicorn. He's a tough... Because to me... Tough, yeah, yeah. For this show, tough get. Right. And why is that, Matt? Just, why are you a tough yes, get for this show? Why are you a tough get for this show? I, well, I think you guys maybe nailed some of it on the head. It's like I, I was texting with, uh, with Blake earlier, and I was like, hey, come down, make sure I haven't passed out from embarrassment. But, uh, like, you know... Um, if you go back far enough, thankfully my my own mother is not here to out me. But like, a lo- I went to it through a private Christian grade school growing up. Right, there is a lot of choir. There's oh yeah, hundred percent. Solos. There yeah. are a lot of. That's a lifetime ago. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll sing in the shower in front of folks. I you know that kind of thing. But last time I checked, this is being recorded. So that, yeah, it's it, it definitely adds another being layer to it. Yeah. But Jay's right. Um, there's this like tipping point with me that if I really latch on that it's a challenge or something that's gonna stretch me or grow, like there's there there comes a point where I'm all what we were talking, you know, all one sixty of me is there's no stopping it. I'm going forward. Just gotta it. do it, so, man. Yeah, just gotta do it. I, I was I grew up in a, going to a free Methodist church, mm-hmm. and uh, I there was a kids chorus there too, kids choir. Yep. So uh, you go and you sit in the regular service, and if there was no uh, like a Bible school or something going on, at, at, you'd sit through the service, and there would be people up in like uh, crimson robes across the back, and they'd be singing. It was an mm-hmm. adult choir, pretty formal, right. yeah. But it was a very traditional church yep. I went to, and I, I'm glad I did. I like the traditional church. Yep. And if you go, if any either of you go to a church that's got like a band and guitars, mm-hmm. God bless you. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. No, I want a church where it's I, I'm not quite Catholic. Where we're gonna, we're gonna be there for ten and a half hours. Yeah. And we're drinking actual blood, I heard. I'm not drinking Ooh. that. An actual wine, I'm not drinking that. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a church and there's some sort of tradition and ceremonial stuff, I, I kind of like some of that. My grandfather's, right. my grandfather's church was more that way, but you're right. The more contemporary model of churches, it's a lot more... You're gonna have a base. You're gonna have, you know, you're gonna. It's gonna be more yeah. of a. Rock it's like band thirty thousand fucking dollars worth of plexiglass around the drum guy. I don't want to. I know. That. I see it. When I grew up, oh, I grew up. I, truth, I, I grew up going to a free methadone clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounded very. Yeah. In the summer, there was no kids choir, but throughout the rest of the year. Every other week, you would go. They, they would about halfway through the service, they would stop before the the message from the pastor would start, and they would dismiss the children to go to another part of yes. the church to do a choir. Yep. And those were, that was every other week. And for some reason, they they said, "I am going to be doing a, a duet with a lady." Oh. All right. And back then, I was like, "Holy!" 
Alto. <laughs> I hadn't hit puberty yet, you know? And it, it sounded like someone kicked me in the Holy nards. balls. I was terrible. I was terrible. Oh, uh, and so when the time came to sing the duet, I didn't show up. I was so terrified really? and mortified. I didn't go. I every once in a while I could talk my mom out of going, not going to church. She's like, "Oh, it's a weekend. I don't want to sleep in." And I, I, I begged that day because I didn't want to go to church to, right. to sing Singing in front of everybody. Right. Just a prepubescent me. Mm-hmm. Like you think I sound bad singing on this show now? Think about oh, when I was God. eleven. Oh, no shit. It. Oh uh, man, I did. I got similar story. I. uh I didn't go like to a Catholic school the whole time. Just two years, my mom decided it was a good idea for me and my sister to go to a Catholic school. And we went there, and then um, one year, I for some reason, they let me choose the music for the Christmas thing or something. Sure. And I chose Carrie Laison. Oh, that's uh, Mr. Mister. Mr. Mister, yes. Yes, that's, that's a Greek phrase, I think, yeah. right? And it, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. We did both songs. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. But, but that Mr. Mister song, I think that what you said, Kyrie Eleeson, is uh-huh. is a Greek phrase that's based in religion, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Matthew, Matthew it is, please. It is a faith-based, yeah. What, yeah. Is yeah. what does that mean? Kyrie Eleeson? Yeah. I'd have to look it up for the exact phrasing. But, but you do recognize I, it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, yeah, but do yeah, you remember absolutely. that Mr. Mister song? Kyrie Eleeson, on this road yeah. I must travel. Yes, yes. Right? It gets it got brought into <laughs> pop culture, but I believe its roots, yes, yes. are faith based. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I think, I they think are. it is Greek. I think they are. Yeah. So you, you chose that song. How did that go over at church? People, I, I, I remember going well. That song I think could pass because I was young. What was the other one you picked? Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Maybe not as well. <laughs> I think. And I think we sang it. We grew up on that song in my house. Here's Gosh this, darn this it! Is but, the... but how? I mean, there may be like a lot of those southern rockers will throw in like the name Jesus every once in a while, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily qualify here. it as a religious song. Here, here, here. This is Carrie Leeson. Yeah. <laughs> he went, ba- Mister Mister. You know, he went back to school later. He became Doctor Doctor. It gave him the news. I got a bad case. Of loving who, and then I think it goes, "Here I am, Lord." It switches from Kyrie Eleison to "Here I am, Lord." That's it. it is means, it? It means "Lord have mercy." Okay, okay. but it, it, please, is it is it Greek? I believe it is. Right. I'm looking at it. Oh yeah, <laughs> synth. Gotta love that. 80s. Translation of Greek. Yes. This is this is. I remember liturgy. this when I was a kid. We did this. I got. <laughs> Can you imagine a whole congregation yeah. singing Mr. Mister? <laughs> what a time to be alive. Take me back. 88, 91? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It had to have been before because I was in fourth and, or fifth and, fifth and sixth grade. So oh, this had talk, to have been fifth grade. We're talking about the 1960s then. Yeah. This came out in 84, I'm 80, pretty okay. sure. So close. 85? 85. Yep. 85. Man. Listen to that power riff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It burns a gin like flame. You gotta hit that chorus. You gotta hit the chorus. There we are. We're gonna get in there. You can fade out anytime after that, but we're hearing that chorus. Find myself again. You remember this, Matt? Remember? Kyrie's in on this road that I must travel. Kyrie's in on the night. Yeah. Go and will you follow? Yes. How about that? Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. I was cheating the whole time. I'm looking at the lyrics right here. <laughs> we'll take it. That's how we do it on the show. We look at those lyrics, man. Good. 
You know the word swampers is in Sweet Home Alabama? I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. Remember Sweet Home Alabama? Great song. You know I do. Uh, Lineard Skynard. Right? Line- so do you have a song for us? So I talked to Jay about it, a okay. little bit about this earlier. He this refuses to sing this week. He's going to do backup for oh, us. Okay. I would okay. like to, I'd like to ease into this experience. Okay. You're going to stick around for the two then, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, cool. Like we'll get you on the next one. And, um, yeah, please. Get a feel for it. Really. Uh, get you, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> really really settle in there. Dig your heels in. I, pay, I purposely picked uh, one song this week and then a second song for next week. Okay. And both which will be nice Before to Before we get uh, to sing. songs. But, but I, I picked them that could be sung with me. Yes, 100%. I purposely did that. Ah, very good. Before we get to that. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us? We are going to get to... Here, here, here you We go. do segments on the show now. Yeah, we do. And we're going to do more. And Scott, Scott refuses to make it easy to do the intro for this for, for this segment. <laughs> no, I have It adds to the charm, Jay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Right. We're here for another Tales from Retail. You know, this is a part of the show where Scott tells outlandish stories from the world of retail. Stranger than fiction. You cannot make it cannot up. Cannot make this shit up. All right. Well, let me, let me ask Matt real quick before we get started. Matt, did you ever work? Um, I know you worked at uh, Vonnie's at one point, right? I did. I was in my first job. But it was I like a to... dishwasher. Is that right? I was, yeah. I was in the back. Um, I wanted to be a host. Uh, we never quite got that far. I was back there washing dishes. You ever have a job where you had to, uh, where you dealt in retail, where you dealt directly with people? Because that's what this whole segment of the show is about. I definitely, I worked in hotels for years, and I had to it's deal. Closest thing to cut your you customer service. I'm customer service too, though. Even though it's now retail, you are, yeah. It's ba- I am customer service. But for so. a long time, you were a welder. Yeah, I had but- nothing to do with people except. The people I worked with. It's interesting after having worked at that job for 20 plus years that now, just now, you're really digging into customer service. But I, I can't remember Matt's. I mean, complete... I worked at Domino's too, so that was customer service. Oh, that's service true. As well, you you but... were a delivery guy and yeah. kind of as, a, as your side gig. Yeah. But Matt, have you ever had to deal directly with people or retail in any fashion? I kid you not. Not in retail or hospitality. I don't think so. How did so. you do that? How did how did I avoid it or how did I do that? <laughs> write a book. Yeah. You got to write a book. You got to pass out the kids. Avoid it all. Do you do you loathe the time or do you enjoy working? With uh, right now, uh, we got a little negative energy going on at the at the job. Just from one of our other coworkers is just kind of has been in it for fifteen years of just being in customer service. Period. Just burnt. He's, He's just fucking out. completely. Tired of people yep. all together. He's developed a third end. Yeah, burnt on all three. Yeah, of them, yeah all right? three of them. So now it's kind of it's kind of rubbing off on a on on us. But well, what about you? Because you come uh, you come with these stories week I, after week. Is, is it a positive story this week? N- a positively fucking crazy story this week. I'll take it. Um, a couple days ago, I'm sitting there, see this car pull up. Guy gets out of the car. Perfect black gentleman. I mean, just. This is Morton. Let's be honest. I'm not trying to be racist, but the, I've seen maybe five black people total ever show up. In he, our, he was the one guy, one black guy that lives in Morton. Okay, so he came to your right. facility. All right. So he comes in, and I ask him what's going on, and he proceeds to tell me the most fucking conspiracy theory shit that's happening to him that I've ever heard. Flat Earth theory. His he is trying to tell me that his ex girlfriend has control over his phone, all right, and over his tablet. 
So she can like remotely control it? That's what he's trying to tell Ooh. me. He's trying to tell me that she has put something in his phone and his tablet that she knows exactly where he is at all times, knows exactly what he's doing at all times, but purposely gets in his shit on his phone and his tablet. Is this a person who has uh, service with you? With Verizon, so he yes. has, he has service with you. So he's coming to you thinking that maybe in some fashion he that you coming, can eliminate her yes, from doing that. Yes, he's trying to come to me to see if what I can do to get rid of it. And the, what, what can you do? The man has repeatedly factory data reset at his phone and has made up a million different fucking Gmails to mm-hmm. log back into his iPhone, thinking. That the way she is getting control over his shit is through Google. So he's fucking got himself convinced that every time he puts a Gmail on there, she's already got it. She gets it as immediate, immediate as soon as he gets it, she's got it. If that was a genuine concern, you you would think a factory reset and then like entering all new information from new sources and creating new accounts, you think that would take care of the problem. He deleted every single app. That he could off of his iPhone. All that he had left was the widgets. And that's, Jason, that's how his ex-girlfriend was gaining access to ne- his phone. You never get rid of those widgets. Through that widget part of the new, you know, on the new operating system for iOS. It's right. got the widgets. Sure. That's how she was getting in. He was like, I'm telling you. He goes, you know how, you, he goes, you know apps? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, when you click on Click on the button for the app, and then there's buttons inside. So there's apps inside the apps. Apps on apps, And right? so that's how she's getting into my phone, and I'm like. So instead of me being just like straight up honest with them and fucking telling them there's no way this can happen. I'm Time just, to lie. I'm just playing along. Because okay. he is brought, I mean, and I'm not stereotyping anybody. Right. I would do this if a white guy brought it. He brought a bag in with him, a backpack. Okay. I don't know what's in said backpack. So... All I'm doing is playing. What, 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 what did you? Why did you bring that up at all? What, well, what do you because think is in the backpack, granola bars could have been anything. Could have oh. been gun in there. I hope it was granola bars because he was very agitated. Okay, very agitated. You think he'd go shoot the lady and not you, though? Well, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking if I make things worse for him. I could be on. Was there. it ever revealed what was in the backpack? Now you got me thinking. He had. He definitely had his iPad in there. Sure. Other than that, I don't know. Matt, what do you carry in your backpack? Shoot. Campbell's I, soup? There is Chickpeas. honestly an unnerving amount of like uncanned food <laughs> that ends up in my backpack. Matt likes loose chickpeas. Chickpeas. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but anyway. I put them down in there like a, a drainage layer for the rest of my backpack. <laughs> just like your new garden, right? right you yeah, have a drainage layer of chickpeas. <laughs> so I'm, enter- I'm entertaining yeah. him, right? I'm, I'm playing along. Sometimes when you get I'm a, like, a, oh, a nutty sh- person, you kind of got to get along. I'm like, along oh, fuck, along. man. That's crazy, dude. So I said, this is what we're going to do. I said, we're going to... First, first he had his fucking... Uh, he had his f- uh, phone sim-locked. Okay. Because he had tried so many different fucking things. So I had to call Verizon and get the... It's called a PUK code, which is just... Common. It's Super technical stuff. Right. So I had to get this PUK code to unlock his phone and then set up another... Whatever. So I got him back with Verizon. And then I said, this is what we're going to do, man. We're going to factory reset your phone. Man, Scott, I'm telling you, I've tried it 30 different times. 
it, it, she keeps getting. I'm like, okay. I said, we're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to factory reset your phone and we're not going to use a Google. We're not going to use a Gmail. We're going to create a free iCloud email through Apple. Through Apple. Okay. We're going to create this free iCloud. She has nothing to do with iCloud. She's only, you're saying Google. We're going to use iCloud. But what if he did create a new Google account? If it's a, if it's a new uh, uh, he's convinced if it's a new ID and a new password, how could she? He's do? convinced the minute it hits the internet, she knows it. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Internet. But okay. he has completely okay. convinced this. So I create him a new, and he he. I have this sheet sitting in front of him that we use to to, to sell bundles. It's a three piece bundle. All your different plans and stuff. No, no, this is for accessories. Okay. So he goes, and he's like covering, like blocking the fucking cameras in the sky and shit. Did he have a tinfoil hat? He's thinking that, that she can see through his fucking camera on his phone. If that was the case, wouldn't you just take the phone and like uh, throw it to a ravine? I would think so. I was wondering why he was still dealing with the same phone. So anyway, he's like, new phone. Yeah. he's like, this is what my email is going to be. I'm like, what? He goes, this right here. I'm like, he writes it down. So he writes it down this, and then he writes... It's Peace Bundle 1503 at iCloud.com. That that this is on the internet, Scott. As she's here. This, this podcast is on the internet. She's going to get a hold of that. She's going to find it. If you don't like this guy showing up at your store, then you shouldn't have said that because he's going to be right <laughs> back in Monday morning. So, anyways, he we created a new Apple ID, get everything back going. I said, here's your phone. I said, there's no way she can. I said, if your ex girlfriend can get into this phone now, she. Should be a very rich person. It's the Fort Knox of situations. Yeah, because right? she is not smart enough to take control of your phone. Mm-hmm. He goes, "We'll see, Scott. We'll see." So he this. I'm spending. I spent like an hour and a half with this dude. Did he show back up? No, he's never came back. When, when was that? A few days ago? A week ago? Uh, a couple weeks? This was probably getting close to a week ago when he showed up. You should follow up. Do you have his number? Let's call him right now. I want nothing to do with Mr. I, I want a little something to do. I would love nothing. to have him as a guest on the show. Too much crazy for me. <laughs> Too much crazy. I mean, he is like borderline as crazy as the one who put me in the panic attack. That Tina, the, the, the one that I told the you. Asian lady. Yeah. Yes. This was very close. I, I was very, I was skating on thin ice with this guy. What do you what do you do with that when you when you have like a, a panic attack or something when you feel an amount of anxiety what do, what do you do how do you cure yourself I get up and walk away yeah. go outside take some deep breaths I thought you were gonna say uh, Xanax no I don't go do, outside take some Xanax I do no drugs I don't even do the weed for it Matt you ever take Xanax before I've not taken Xanax no sir how about Prozac no sir I've never taken those either no I know some folks who have I know folks that's been so one of my you know what. Man, I uh, spent almost a year in the hospital in the ED, not mm-hmm. me personally, mm-hmm. but actually working uh, working in the mental health, um, basically emergency mental health mm-hmm. as an extension of the emergency department. Anyway, that was very, I won't call them customers as much as they were patients, but that was right there in the room with them. And we saw some, I mean, folks that are coming through the ED for mental health reasons. Those are some very sobering events, I will tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um I, I remember the first night we had a professor come through, and I won't say from what college, but we had a professor come through, and he was just completely, well, number one, there was alcohol abuse, and 
just to see him reduced mm-hmm. to the le- the state that he was in in that room, uh, and to see the clinicians even work with him, and I think I even helped out just a little bit that because I will say what you did, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, please, but it was in, like an emergency situation. If you someone bet. came in. And it was having a mental like breakdown or something. Sometimes they would be sent to you almost to immediately, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was brought in um, to help de-escalate the issue, do an intake, speak with the psychiatrist, and see if they needed um, to actually go up to a unit for X amount of time. Uh, but the de-escalation part that is more art than science in a lot of ways. You really have to know who's sitting in front of you. Um, and you, like, you have to be able to scale. They're not going to be able to answer the question for you. Like, is this a, you know, a one or a 10 right now in yeah. terms of severity? You have to be able to gauge that pretty quick. That's a great phrase, uh, more art than science. Cause science you think is very cold, calculated, A or B, black or white. You can make a decision based on this, but every person that comes in, you, you probably have to kind of play a little jazz and you understand exactly to, their situation and, and, and react accordingly. You have to know who you're in the room with. Absolutely. Yep. Un- unreal. Yep. Who I I, so, I thankfully have never had an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure I've dated some ladies that would disagree that maybe I have mental issues or mental problems. But I've, I've never taken uh, medication for such, or feel like I couldn't have gotten out of bed without the aid of some sort of pill. But um, hopefully, in your experience, Matt, yeah. in, uh, Prozac, uh, Xanax, things of that nature, very helpful for people who, who desperately need they it. They certainly can be. Again, in the emergency department, so there's a whole, there's an entire spectrum of. Um, uh, drugs that are th- so, so like let's take a pro- a Prozac or a Sertraline or a Xanax those become therapeutic after two four six eight weeks sometimes depending on who's taking them. Scott stick with it for sure <laughs> two four six but if someone comes into the ED we'd often give them a drug that's called Ativan very quick okay. response so. For some in like the the panic attack space, mm-hmm. ad, maybe even Ativan doesn't work as quick as it as it needs to. But mm-hmm. if someone needs to help deescalate, and it's mm-hmm. not going to happen through sitting down with someone, um, yeah, Ativan is what you go to. You, but you need, but so, and that's something like my situation, like like with that when I was dealing with that her, yeah, I would have needed something to need that worked right then. Like it had to, it has to be instantaneous. Probably like Pulp Fiction with that big syringe right yeah. to the heart immediately, it was something like, like that. Fuck. You know, like in The Rock, with, <laughs> yeah, with uh, Nicholas Cage. What does he jab himself? Oh no, that's so he doesn't like um, basically melt from the gas. Yeah, I never, I never saw The Rock. No, never saw it. <laughs> But that was uh, that was my story. Uh, pretty. Do you think your guy would have benefited from some sort of medication? Oh, if he it wasn't, he needs to be. Yeah, uh, he needs to be blocked up, put away. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Scott, there's never there's never a shortage of bizarre stories coming from retail. Is that tr- is that fair to say? <laughs> That's a hundred hundred percent correct. The customer's always right. No, <laughs> this is where I play the no, outro. Right? No, 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 yeah. no, no. It's a Huey Lewis. That's not it. Wait. God damn it. <laughs> I will get it. I have I have a soundboard here in front of me. Charm. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Charm takes you only so far, I think. <laughs> He's got it. I'm, I'm trying to help Scott. Huey Lewis. I'm taking what they're giving because <laughs> I'm working for a living. Jesus Christ. I need to hire an engine queer. Remember that album, Sports? Yeah. That album. That was a great That's album. a good album by Huey. So yeah, that was Tales from Retail. Um, I'm going to start us off this week. Oh yeah, that's great. I'm going to start us off with a little Chicago Transit Authority. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to do, uh, does anybody really know what time it is? 
<laughs> That's a great. You actually need the time. Yeah. Uh, it's true though. Yeah. Like, like every faction of measurement we've made up as a society, right? right. As a, yeah. as a, as a, a is, human race, right? Exactly. What? There right. is no time. It's no, a, it's, it's a, a concept, construct. right? Yes. Construct. Yeah. Uh, does anybody really know what time it is? Is a song by the rock band Chicago. It was included on their 1969 debut album. Chicago Transit Authority. Chicago really asking the hard-hitting questions yeah. here, right? <laughs> and released as a single in 1970. The song was written by and sung by Robert Lamb. A uh, little background on this. According to Robert Lamb, does anybody really know what time it is? Was the first song recorded for their debut album. The song was not released as a single until the two tracks from the band was recorded from the... Until two tracks from the band's second album, Make Me Smile, and 25 or 624 had become hits. What's, what's your favorite Chicago song? 25 or 624. Uh, Saturday in the Park for me. So that's a great song, too. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I, pro- I might do two Chicago songs today. Why not? Well, do it, brother. Uh, and ha- and it, be- it became the band's third straight top ten single, peaking at number seven mm-hmm. in the U.S. and number two in Canada. Because the song straddled years in its charts run, it's not ranked on the major U.S. year-end charts. However, in Canada, where it charted higher, it ranked both or ranked as both the 59th biggest hit of 1970 and the 37th biggest hit of 1971. By all accounts, a hit for Chicago. A hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. What what do we call it? A banger. Is, is there any chance that you would step up? To the mic and give it all you got. As long as I can get myself in this zone right here. Computers are tough. Are you gonna wet yourself up? Oh, the bone zone, baby. The bone zone. Taking Boy. it, taking it to the I dome. Up for here. Yeah, you got a one-way trip to the bone so. zone. <laughs> As I was walking down the street one day A man came up to me and asked me what the time was that was on my watch Yeah, I said I don't really know what time it is Does anybody really If so, I can't imagine why We've all got to cry As I was walking down the street one day A pretty lady looked at me And said her diamond watch had stopped cold dead And I said Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really know? 
Just so I can't imagine why We've all got time enough to cry And I was walking down the street one day Being pushed and shoved People trying to best the clock No, just don't know It is. Does anybody really care? Just so I can't imagine why we've all got time enough to die. Everybody's worrying. I don't care about time. Oh no, no. I don't care. I love Chicago yeah. Transit Authority. Because anytime you buy an album from Chicago, it's it, it just it just says Chicago. But that was that the full name of the band, Chicago Transit. It was Authority? at one time. Great they, name. They got sued though. I mean, they didn't get sued, but they were heavily warned it not to continue down the path if I of that really, if i really thought about it like if it, to go back and see a few bands in their prime yeah they'd probably make my short a hundred percent i think they they're, they're a the huge band they've there's they still are around today yes. no original members right <laughs> but the fact of the matter is is that yeah that, i mean to have such a complete outfit an ensemble yeah the whole thing. on stage yeah. at one time multiple lead singers uh, Peter Cetera. Okay, is he still around or not? Yeah, I, is Peter Cetera still alive? He, he's he's the guy. The right? guy. He's the. That guy. wasn't Peter him that Cetera sung is. that song, but okay. yes. Um, you got Peter Cetera. You got Robert Lamb. You just got this, and they're from Chicago. I mean, that's why the name of the band. Yeah, um, they are amazing, amazing musicians. I just love, it's one of my favorite band, all time bands ever. First, I, I've never heard that song in my life. First You've of all, really never I, heard I've that ne- song. I've never heard that song, and uh, I will also say that um, it, it sounded. I, I can see very much Saturday in the Park in yes. that song. Like it's, and uh, I would I would love to see them live. That would be great. And it's heyday. I totally agree, Matt. To see a band anytime oh, no in history, they, like that would be, be awesome. The, they'd be on the short list. If they I, great job, I, Scott. I, I'm totally Thank you. hacking this right now with my phone. But Peter Cetera has announced his retirement. This is back in. This is dated January 27th, 2020. So mm-hmm. early last year. But here's the catch: he re- announced his retirement from performing via a podcast. Oh geez. He would have been seventy-five years old. Well, I was gonna he say is. He's he is seventy-five. He is he's still with us, seventy-five years old at the time. Gotta take a break. So Peter Cetera went on to do things like the karate kid theme from Karate Kid Part Two. Is that a, a I a, am a man who, who will, will fight for your honor. Yeah. Peter Cetera, man. Wow, what a legend. Legit. He you know what? Enjoy your retirement, Peter Cetera. Yeah. You earned it. He's in Idaho right now. The, uh, does anyone... That's where the famous go to die, Idaho, oh, wow. with their potatoes. Does anyone know? really know what time it is? Maybe mm. the most uh, 1970s thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... I, I just literally... Like, if I don't go to... Because uh, everything was still analog. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, if I don't use YouTube now, I use this Apple Music because sure. Apple Music has all the words. 
Okay, that's good too. That's so, a bonus. That's yeah, a it's like bonus. super bonus because I don't ever sing anything karaoke anymore. I just kind of like trying to go with the song. I don't what? Care. What are you talking about? I hate it. I just, I, I, everything I send to you is karaoke. I know. Tracks, I'd rather right? sound you. You sound fine. I sound <laughs> fine when we sing karaoke. But I just like Ugh. I just kind of like to harmonize or like so I can have that pitch in my head. So. I hear you. I totally hear you. But if one of these days I'll we'll figure out the sweet science of removing you know the lyric you know the Someday. words. Yeah, yeah, we, we can put a baboon in space, but can we really uh, uh, put we a fine really, point can, on karaoke? Can we really, really ever nail down the fact that I'll do anything more than what I need to do for this right, show? That's right. Just showing up the, is what I. What do. you're saying, a roundabout way of saying is uh, bare minimum. Bare minimum, but there's we got some things. I got some things brewing in my head for more segments. Well, let me ask you this: Matt is not interested in this episode in singing a solo song, which mm-hmm. I understand because. Right. But seriously, when when I when I first I, I was not a co-host on this show originally. Kevin was for yeah. many many years, mm-hmm. and. Um, when they first had me on, I was very nervous because I'm not a good singer mm-hmm. and I don't do a lot of karaoke. So I would go home and I would pra- I would practice. And, yeah. and before yeah. I came here, I practiced oh, yeah. the songs. I still practice because I don't want to sound like an idiot. Um, Whoa, that, that was me. Um, but I but I try to think what what can I sing? What what can I do? And it turns out rap is pretty good because you don't have yeah. to sing very well. What, Matt, what do you think is in your Ballywick as yeah, a word? What well, kind of songs? Can I, can I let the cat out of the bag? So I, I told Jay in a text earlier today um, that I had been practicing. Uh-huh. But honestly, once we went back and forth and I was checking the schedule with him, making sure things were still uh, all lined up, and I said, you know what, man? Maybe the best way would just be to come in and get a read on the – like just get sitting there mm-hmm. and just participate like it, a podcast. You know. Kind of like the Hamilton play. He just wants to be in the room where it just, happens. Just let me get a sense of it. Let mm. me get a read on it. And uh, But I had been practicing a, a couple songs. Um, so these songs that you've practiced, mm-hmm. you, you've decided they're not songs that you're actually going to do. You don't feel, or, or are they? I think they're, I think one's going to make the list. Well, yeah. Sweet. Well, well, give us an idea of, of what's in your vein. Okay. So um, I think like all of us on some level, maybe some of us more so than others, but I'm a very uh, eclectic individual. I grew up with music in the house. Yeah. I mean, my mom played piano for on every worship set and every, like, uh-huh. just music all around us. And, anyway, you can, and you can play, what, Don't Stop Believing by Journey on piano? I can play a couple songs on piano. Yeah. Um, a, a couple of them. Um, but, um, so the count, I grew up in the Counting Crows. Oh, yeah. And that was like, uh, what is that? Junior high going into high school. Yeah, yeah. Early mid-90s, they had a real hot streak there. Uh-huh. So what I really enjoyed about this ask, uh-huh. even if the solo doesn't show up tonight, what I really enjoyed about it is I got to go down memory lane Yeah, for some songs that I was kind of digging deep for. Mm-hmm. Um, August and Everything After, to be honest with you, that album by The Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. That was their big one. Oh. Is that the one that's got around here on it? Around here. Round here. It's, just, it's not around. I think it's just round. That's what here. I said. Round here. Round here. No yep. Round um, here. I kid you not. So I was practicing round here. Nice. Great song. Um, I was already telling myself, there's no way you guys haven't sung Mr. Jones 10 times. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think, think we we've not sung it once. No. I don't think we have. Mm-mm. And even if we have, who, who cares? cares? Yeah, we'll I think I've okay. I was going to do 20 I was going to do 20, 25 or 624, but I've already done it. But now they said Saturday in the park. It's probably going to do for Jason And, and Kevin later. during quarantine, I I you know how I used to write it into the show, uh, the yeah. emails and, and requests. He's done it. Kevin did Saturday in the park. I'd love to hear it again live. Yeah. And um I think we've done uh, Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. No, like uh, at least 30, four times. Three, 33 times, maybe? <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. 
So, so maybe that's just um that'd be the vein that I would say. The vein. Yeah. What's that guy's name from the County Crows? What's that guy's oh, name? Oh fuck, I don't remember. He, he's he was like uh, he's like a Jewish guy, I think. He, he is had, very he had dreadlocks. Like yeah. Jew. yeah, yeah. He's um, Hasidic. I don't know. <laughs> he's a, he's, he's acid. Oh, he's his pH is off. <laughs> like, his pH, his balance pH is, is all kinds. His of pH <laughs> balance is fucked. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they had a hot streak that album, and I think they had like a minor hit off of. Um, I think the next album was called something about a rec- like recovering the satellites or something. Mm-hmm. I think that was their follow-up. It came head. out either the year before I got to. It's like two thousand two or two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um, Couple years later, I think it was I think it was recovering the satellites was the next album. They had a minor hit off of that, kind of went away, and then resurged. I think with Shrek. I think they had a hit from a Shrek movie. That wasn't the the Paid Paradise. Uh, song I was. I yeah. may have been so Paid Paradise to put up a parking lot. That's exactly right. That is a Counting Crows, but they did it with. Uh, oh gosh, darn it! What is her name? Joni Mitchell. That's the original. That's the original. But wasn't she on it? Pro- probably not. Probably not the cover. No, but no, you no. don't know what you got till it's gone. In a uh, paradise to put up a parking what lot. What was the other one that I was practicing? Um, I don't know. So again, this is probably throwback to like early college time. But uh, three doors down was kind of in my range as I was practicing a few doors. Yeah, yeah. So some three doors down, but that's kind, that's kind of grungy. Like, got to be in the mood for it's, it. I don't it, know. I would say it's totally like. Post grunge, I wouldn't even say it's alternative rock. I feel like that was that was like it's late nineties, early aughts pop rock. It was. What's that? Pop rock. Uh, three doors. Down. Three doors. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw Counting Crows uh, probably five, four or five years ago mm-hmm. at the Peoria really? Civic Center in the theater. I didn't know that. A buddy of mine, uh, Lucas, who's been on uh, Couch Pies <coughs> a handful of times. <laughs> so weird Met Lucas. Yeah. Well, he, Lucas. Because when uh, we were talking about, it just kind of remind me because he had. How is Lucas? I don't know. Haven't talked to him. I'm sure he's fine. Okay. Uh, but but he invited me to go to see the Counting Crows uh, at the uh, Civic Center. He got some tickets to that, and I think he got them free somewhere. He's like, "Would you come?" And we sat in the, one of the balconies. You ever you ever go to the theater and sit on the little balcony things with the side boxes at the Civic Center? Yeah. So I sat no. on the side box the first time ever, and uh, the opening band was. Um, the guy from Dashboard Confessional. Okay. Like, he's got uh, a side band. It sounds like he's, he's basically rebranding himself as Mumford & Sons. Oh, okay. It's, whatever. It, it was fine. And it was cool to see the Counting Crows, too. For though. sure. For sure. Yeah. Nice. Do you know how much of the band was still together after 20 years? Do Counting you? Crows? The yeah. original band? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I know Mr. Jones was there. Oh, oh he's yeah. with me. Mr. Jones and me. I kid you not. I told myself there's no way Mr. Jones hasn't been sung like. Uh, 10 if it has, times. I don't think. It, well, here's if the thing. it has, maybe once. I, how many episodes of this show has been done? Like 160, 180, somewhere oh, in there. We're pushing 170 right okay. now. Okay, so ones. right in there, you're talking two to four songs an episode. You think, my God, everything under the sun that has could been be done. karaoke. Not the case. No, there's there are still songs out there that are very popular yeah. that we have not touched I on. Try to those go, are two examples. Yeah, there. I try to go well, pretty far left. I try to. I stay pretty mainstream. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason tries to go kind of. I tell every out every episode there. for Scott. I say I want to do Piano Man. Every episode, he says you can't do it. Every so Billy Joel. So uh, I would. I Kevin I, is introduced. That's been a lot of music that I've been introduced to just from like Kevin picking something like that's. Yep. You know, I've never heard of that. So I was trying. You'll you'll laugh at this because he's you know a, a world class. But um, I was trying a lot of Elton John, but I couldn't quite. I don't know. That, I grew Elton, up, John's I grew been up on, on, Elton John's been on the I'm show sure. many a time. I'm sure. Uh, the most famous example I would like to say, and I've seen Kevin do it at like karaoke bars, and it's fantastic, is when Kevin does Leon yep. by Elton John. He yeah. kills that. I did. I, I saw him at the basket case uh, do it, and the people there were like. Leave on. 
Yeah, Le- I'm sorry, yeah, Levi, yeah, not Leon. Yeah. Levi. Uh, and I saw him do it at Basket uh-huh. Case, and people like seriously afterwards like, I, I wow, I didn't I didn't expect that to come out of you. That was incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done I've done a couple. I did one song, and uh, I remember Blake telling me that's the best he's ever heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, at once, so yeah, we've done. Elton John is pretty a good staple on here. Yeah, he's great. I could see that, but we don't yep. care if, if I have there's a, a song that's been done. Do it again by all. I means. always, you know me, and finding always finding the dirty version of anything in my brain. Right. You know, don't let your sun go down on me. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. my version. But Jason S- Scott, it's, uh, you're going to get into your songs. S- what Scott does is he takes a song and says, "How can I make this the a homoerotic? Homo and by God, he does it. <laughs> does it all the time. What a gift. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do. A song now you're gonna do weezer i'm gonna do in weezer. the garage yes it's a great song uh from their first major studio release uh self-titled as many of their albums are and then subsequently known by the color of their album this is the weezer the blue album this came out when uh metholomew and i were in junior high school we didn't attend junior high together but uh we were in junior high when the song uh, this album came out i would say 1994 i was probably in oh i'd say sixth seventh grade literally Quite literally, the second CD I ever purchased was the Blue Album by uh, by Weezer. Yeah, how do I how do I film this? Did I do it? There's no backup. There's a group. You know what? It's fitting like this. I'm gonna do it like that. Perfect. Um, the the Blue Album by Weezer is just one of those albums that personally hit me at the right time, and I can listen to that entire album and say I love this whole thing, soup to nuts. I love old Weezer, like yeah. the, like this album, like. Is this the same one on Sweaters on? Undone the Sweater Song, the first single from that album, yes. That, so, yeah, that was I the love first that. single. In the Garage was not a single. But if no. you ask me, any of these songs could, could be. Been. Oh, yeah, yeah. My uh, name is Jonas, the first track that is a staple in their sets, their live performances, and it was not a single. Right. So uh, I will say that I love this album. I will I am very proud to say that I saw this, I saw them live. I've seen them live three times. Uh-huh. The last time I saw them live, yeah. I got a ticket for me. And my brother, my other brother, and my daughter, all for twenty bucks a piece up at Tinley Park. Yeah. And who opened for Weezer? But the motherfucking Pixies. Oh no shit! Dude, holy shit! That was awesome. And I took my daughter to that. That was the first concert I ever saw was with her. Was the Pixies and Weezer? I'm the coolest fucking dad on the planet. <laughs> Did she like it? She, she loved like, it. Yeah, yeah. She thought it was great. And my yeah. brothers got to go with. It was a great outdoor super event. Cool. If you're into Tinley Park, it's great. Yeah, super cool. Well, why don't you? St- we're, we're we're getting it close to the end of the show. This is the last song that we're going to go out on. You, you guys know in the garage. I I definitely know in the garage. Okay, you're going to sing back up on the yes, chorus. I, I know you yeah. will automatically, Matthew. If if you don't know it. Pull up on your phone. I yep. want you to sing back up on it. Well, I'm yep. going to get you a little dirty because this song. Not too much. Not please. too much. Just please. a little. Good bit. lord, it's going to screw right me there. Up. That's fine. Is that good? Whatever you got to do. All right, go right ahead. Step up to the mic. And we got, we got, got a visitor here too. Blake is with us. Blocky, you know this song, right? Sure. I've got a dungeon master's guide. I've got a twelve-sided die. I've got. Kitty pride and I crawl through waiting there for me. Yes, I do. I do. I've got posters on the wall. My favorite rock group kiss. I've got Ace Freely. I've got Peter Chris, and they're waiting there for me. Yes, I do. 
I do In the garage I feel safe No one cares about my ways In the garage where I belong No one hears me sing this song In the garage I've got electric guitar I play my stupid songs I write these stupid words And I love everyone They're waiting there for me Yes I do I do In the garage I feel safe no one cares about my ways In the garage where I belong No one hears me sing these songs In the garage In the garage In the garage, I feel safe No one cares about my ways In the garage where I belong No one hears me sing this song In the garage, I feel safe No one laughs about my ways in the garage where I belong No one hears me sing No one hears me No one hears me No one hears me No one hears me sing this song In the This guy says he'll make a custom karaoke track for you from Fiverr.com. That's a pretty good deal. Good job, Jason. Hey, well thanks, done. man. I've never heard that song in my life. I kid you not. You've never my, heard that? Neither of you? Somehow. somehow. Good Lord. No. Sh- shame on both of you. Shame on you and shame on both of your families. <laughs> good Lord. I accept the shame. <laughs> no way. That's a great song. I don't think I did it justice, but that is a good one. You guys. Well done, you never man. heard that before? No, I wasn't a big Jodeci fan. <laughs> so, hey Blake, hey, hey, you gonna stick around and join us for the next one? I don't know, guys. Come please, on, please, 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 sir, please join us. Just three please. more hours, three more hours, please. <laughs> I know you've been podcasting all afternoon. With oh. I have nothing positive to say. <laughs> oh no, no, turn that frown upside Come down, please, on. please it's be positive, on. sir. How's the project going out there? Is it's it done. Is it? It's done. There's four projects done, done in the I books. Get shit done. <laughs> He's the closer. That's well, why we call him the closer. He's the closer, Matt. Yeah, you're gonna stick around for another one. 
Do it, Matt. If I will, I will if you will. If you don't, I'll leave right now. I will stick around. Yeah. Yay! Yay! See, guys, you do around. need me. Yeah. Yeah. Jason? Yeah. Well, I'll see you next week. I say I love you. Scott, I love you. I love you. Blake, sticking around for another one? Sure. Why hey, uh, check out Couch Pilots every Monday. Uh, check out uh, the... Uh, every Tuesday is what comes out every Tuesday? Your show, this show, Carrie Big E. Stick around for this show every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, uh, check out the uh, Ernest P. World Preservation Society. That's every other Monday. every other Monday. I'm on that show. Check out the Sixer every Thursday. Got yeah. a couple lined up in the in the books. A couple in the hopper. Couple in the hopper. Blake, uh, Blake congratulations! This is where the part where we can officially say. Congratulations to the Clark family, former co-host of the show, co-host Clark, show, second child on the birth of yeah. their daughter Zoe. Yeah, she was born the other day. It's Zoe Ann. Zoe Ann Clark yep. was born into this world. Yep. Um. So, yeah, uh, reach out to uh, Kevin on social media and tell him congratulations. Uh. Every Thursday comes out, the Sixer comes out. We got Jason and Blake, I hear, have put their stank on it. We, we each did a couple, yeah. That and was I, good. I'll probably be putting a few more out there just to get uh, Mr. Clark by for a couple of months. Yeah, help him out. He, he's doing that really cool thing now, too, where he's doing like uh, every week is like a themed letter of the alphabet, all A's, yep. all B's, so on and so forth. But you know what? You got a new baby. You don't always That's have time right. to record a podcast. That's right. Uh, if you're in the Bloomington normal area this Saturday, come and check us out at the Interstate Theater. No, the Interstate, Interstate Center, Center for the video Bloomington the, normal yes. video game convention. Yes. Chances are, I will be taking your ticket at the front. Uh, Chances the front are, I wear a silly grin. Will you autograph the tickets for the folks that you know recognize you? And, if I'm asked, right. it's a very uh, cool local setup. celebrities will be there. Uh, myself, Blake Clayton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's going to be there. He's, a, he's a couch there. pilot's all star. Yeah, um, Jason sure. will be there at the door to greet you and take your tickets. About what times the doors open, to Jason? It's nine to five. It's a way to make a living. Nine to five. What a way to make a living, as Dolly Parton said. Um, come check us out. We'll all be there. Uh, we'll be standing in a corner hiding, uh, signing autographs. Um, I don't charge in VR. I don't charge for my autograph. So feel free to come up and I'll, I'll sign something for you. As money oriented as you are, you're not charging for autographs. No, you have no. to give something back I'm to humble. the people. Yeah, I'm humble. I, I will only sign for fifty dollars. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, pictures though, pictures are a hundred dollars. That's where you make up for. That's where I make up for. I'll give smart. you a free autograph, but if you want to snap a picture with your cell phone, smart. Yeah, um, that's gonna cost. That's gonna cost you. You know, three for a fu- three for uh, three for a dollar. That's pretty good. That's a really good deal. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling feeling uh feeling generous again. Um, let's go out on our best the best song of the whole show. Turn that bad boy down. That's loud as shit. Uh, check us out on uh, Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcast. Check us out on Sprecher, Stretcher. You know every Pod Chaser. We are there. Um, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Peace.